empowering you with strategies to succeed. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Tringale. I'm so delighted that you joined me for this particular podcast. We are starting a brand new series, kicking it off called Box Breakers. And there's no better way that I could think of doing so than also making this a tribute podcast to my beloved grandmother who moved to heaven just about three weeks ago now. Her name was Billie Mae Burkhart. What a Southern name. She was the youngest daughter of three girls. And her father was determined that he was going to have a child named after him. Upon finding out he was having daughter number three, he declared, I'm William and she's going to be Billie Mae. (laughs) The irony is for having such a unique somewhat masculine name. My grandmother was ever so feminine. She was a true Southern lady known for her elegance, her warmth, her love, her smile, her class, and her charm. But my grandmother was not a typical lady by any means. In fact, she was one of the greatest box breakers that I have ever known. She started out with her own local newspaper column in 1963. She did so because as a mother of four children, she was looking for a way to bring in some extra income. She and my grandfather were raising this family, very involved in their community. And she thought to herself, with the little education that I have coming up in the mountains of Kentucky and not so much experience, What is it that I could do? What am I good at? And I remember her telling me that she thought to herself, well, it seems I've always just had a particular knack for getting people to share their stories with me. And being a fabulous storyteller herself, she loved to tell them. Her column began to grow. She became the woman's editor of the newspaper and eventually going on and on from there. A year later in 1964, she launched her very own radio show. This was heard in the greater Cincinnati area and beyond across the tri-state area and even had plans to grow from there. The name of her radio show was called The Girl on the Go. And staying true to her original idea, it was a radio show of getting people to tell her their stories. But these were not ordinary people. She interviewed the greats, celebrities, dignitaries, politicians, authors. She interviewed folks like President Ronald Reagan, actor Paul Newman, Johnny Bench, who played for the Cincinnati Reds. She was pen pals with the real Maria Von Trapp from The Sound of Music. She interviewed so many incredible people, but to her, they were just individuals 
who had a story to tell. My grandmother's influence expanded from there. She was a freelance instructor in the vocational schools, helping individuals find their footing and their career and land their dream jobs. She went on and even worked as a marketing director for the Transit Authority and actually ran a marketing campaign that affected legislation to save the public transportation system, which is still running in Cincinnati, Ohio today. She was asked to serve on a founding committee for the Suspension Bridge, a famous bridge that stretches from the state of Kentucky to the state of Ohio. This committee worked to get flags put on the bridge, later lights, and today a plaque with her name on it still is on the face of that bridge. We've always been so proud of her because of this and called it her bridge. My grandmother was a box breaker not out of ambition, but more so just out of necessity and what I would call true and real compassion. I never once heard my grandmother talk about her many accomplishments. She could have easily done so. It was typical to be out with my grandmother and have people walk across the restaurant to greet her and remember her and notice her. It was normal for my grandmother to walk into a business and for the owner or president or CEO to come out and say hello. She was very well known in that area. She never talked about these things. One of the things that I loved about my grandmother was that she always went for the person in the room that seemed insignificant. In fact, just about a little over a year ago now, when my grandmother and my mother and my aunt were here visiting me in Nashville, I set up a photo shoot. It was actually called a legacy shoot. And my dear friend who's been a guest on this podcast many times, Michelle Mitchell, we flew her in and she did this photo shoot with us. And I can remember when we got to the studio that day, there was a young girl that was working there at the studio studio. She was very shy and sort of backward, kind of looked like maybe it was maybe her first job, you know, and the shoot was hours long, just setting up and getting lighting and We were probably having more than the normal amount of fun in between takes, so it was taking longer. Every time we were on a break, I would look around to check on my grandmother, and there she would be over with that young girl just smiling, talking away, asking her questions about herself, doing what I had seen her do a million times. And it was getting her to tell her story. My grandmother taught me a myriad of box-breaking lessons through life. I think maybe one of the greatest was the lesson that she taught me about the power that honor holds. My grandmother had taken me on a trip down into her beloved Kentucky mountains to trace our family tree. I was just about 10 or 11 years old. We had spent the day in libraries and cemeteries and chambers of commerce. It was getting to the end of the day. The sun was setting and now we found ourselves sitting on the front porch of a distant relative. He was in his early 90s himself. As typical down in the mountains, he was sitting in rocking chairs and we were sitting on his porch swing and I began to watch my grandmother talk to this gentleman. When we got there, he was sort of slumped over. He was talking slow. He probably had spent the days just watching cars go by. And as my grandmother started 
talking to him and asking him questions about his life there in the mountains and his career working for the railroad and all the changes he had seen take place through the years. As she began to question him and lean in to hear his answers and laugh at his stories, I watched that gentleman sort of sit a little taller in that rocking chair. His voice got stronger the more he talked. And as we walked to our car at the end of the night, I just remember smiling and feeling so good. And I really didn't understand why. I mean, what 10 or 11 year old wants to spend a Saturday night sitting on a porch swing in the middle of nowhere, listening to this precious elderly man tell stories about a time I didn't know anything about. But as we drove away, my grandmother began to explain to me why I felt this way. And I remember her sharing with me that we had just been the recipients of the value of the stories of his life. And what an honor that was. And as she began to relay back to me everything I had just heard this man say, she told it with such dignity and honor and awe and reverence for the years of service to his job and the years of service that he paid in raising his family and contributing to this little coal mining town in Kentucky all those years and and the value that that had. And I remember as we drove away, beginning to picture that man now through my grandmother's eyes. And I realized that I had just witnessed her doing what had made her so popular. All these things that had happened years before I was born, I was beginning to understand why. Because she was never doing it out of ego. She was never looking for a notch in her career belt. It was never about the ambition or climbing the ladder or working the system or becoming someone. It was always about the compassion that she felt and the people that she loved. Everything she did came out of this and Because that was so, because that was her goal, the byproduct was breaking boxes. The byproduct was doing things that people had never done before in her demographic. And she wasn't doing them just to break the box. She was doing it to get something accomplished that would make things better for other people. She was giving it her best and she was doing it out of love and compassion. I think about the legacy of my grandmother that I have inherited, and I think what a time to recognize not just the power of breaking boxes, but the motivation behind it and having that in place. In a year like 2020, where every day is bringing us to places that can be so frustrating, places that we've never experienced before and trying to navigate things that seem to be changing on a daily basis. And when you could look at the landscape of your life and feel like everything's closing in around you and there's no space to move, what a tremendous time to kick back and not out of trying to just accomplish something and climb a ladder, but out of compassion, say, God, what are the places that you're wanting me to break boxes in to get something done that will make things better 
for somebody else. Recently, I shared about a plane ride that I had on my way to a speaking engagement. And this gentleman was sitting next to me and he began to share with me about his job that he had. He was in the hospitality industry and he'd been in that job for a number of years. He oversees resorts all across the West Coast. And he was telling me what a tremendous change that they are facing in the hospitality industry. And this year is so much has been shut down. Things are reopening. So much of his job force didn't want to come back. And all of the challenges that he faced and and how hard, tremendously hard that it has been. And I said, you know, I can't imagine what that's been like to face that on a daily basis in that industry. But don't you think that there's also a tremendous new opportunity to break into new things in your industry? He kind of looked at me with a puzzled look on his face and he said, what makes you say that? And I said, well, all of the typical routines, the systems that your industry has run on that have always been in place that are no longer there really presents a level playing field for new talent, new ideas, new innovations to pop to the top that maybe never would have gotten any attention before. Now individuals that really desire to be in your industry, that have new ideas, that maybe would have never gotten a chance before, if they'll apply themselves, you're going to find some brand new talent that's ready to go to work. It could just revolutionize the whole industry in the next few years. I just remember him sitting there He kind of stared off into space for what seemed like a very awkwardly long time. It was probably only just a few minutes. But then he looked at me and he said, you know, I think you're probably right. The rest of the plane ride, he would just stare off into space in that same manner. And then he'd grab his iPad and begin to type down some notes. And then he'd stare off and think and he'd go to typing notes again. And and I just remember sitting there sort of in awe, not by anything I had said, but what I was realizing is that just giving him a kingdom of God perspective for this moment of getting past all of the frustrations and all of the setbacks and looking a little deeper for the box-breaking opportunities. It sparked the creativity that was resident within this man for his industry in a brand new way. There was no way I had anywhere near the education of this man and certainly not the experience, but just giving him a kingdom of God perspective opened up new possibilities in his thinking. In fact, could I just take a moment and just give you a few practical ways to engage in box-breaking thinking for whatever you're considering doing right now? One of the easiest ways you can do this is rather than going into a planning mindset, pause and let yourself spend some time in a dreaming and an innovating mindset. You see, when we get a spark of an idea of something and we go right into planning, that usually puts us right into the normal boundaries and normal routines and normal systems that are already in place. And then we simply try and carve out a way to fit our idea into that. But that's always going to keep you inside of the confines in the box that already exists. But what if 
the idea that is in you or the compassion that's compelling you to do something about something, what if that had some room to breathe as you and God on the inside of you began to dream? What if instead of jumping into planning, you took some time for just praying and thinking? And allowing the creative mindset that's on the inside of you to just begin to dream about possibilities. If you would do this, I'm telling you that you are going to find some box-breaking ideas get bigger and larger and louder on the inside of you. For the past two weeks, my family and I have been celebrating my grandmother's life as we held her celebration of life service there in Kentucky and spent so much time together just celebrating the woman that she has always been. It's such an honor, as I said, to be part of her legacy. And I know my whole family feels that way. And in kicking off this podcast series of Box Breakers, I just want to draw you back to this one thought, and that is to live a life not out of ambition, but out of compassion, out of a desire to bring solutions to your generation, to kick your thinking out of the normal routines and normal have-tos and normal I-could-never, all those thought patterns that box us in and to just kick out of that and to consider the possibilities of what could now be. My special guest on the podcast this month is a tremendous box breaker and she is so fitting to kick off the series because as soon as she came on the scene, she was a box breaker from the start and has lived her whole life doing it over and over again. She is a celebrated and awarded Christian recording artist and songwriter. She has been a television host. She has authored books and the list goes on and on. And her name is Kathy Tricoli. Her songs have covered the Christian top 40 for decades now. They hold such hope and life and power in their words. And I'm telling you what, when you hear the stories that she has to tell and the insight that she brings in finding her footing to live the life of a box breaker, it is going to ignite hope and courage on the inside of you. I might just be ever so biased about our guest this month, also because She is Italian, an Italian right here living in Nashville, Tennessee. We had the best time talking together, and I know that you're going to love this. I want to thank you for joining me on the podcast this month, and can I just take a moment and thank all of you that took the time to send comments and messages in regards to my grandmother moving to heaven. Thank you so much. Every one of them has helped my heart and meant so very much to me. I appreciate it so much, and thank you for celebrating the life of this amazing woman with me. I pray that this podcast speaks to your heart, maybe remind you of some powerful box breakers in your family and those that God has put in your life. Let's celebrate them today and cherish their contribution to our life by being a box breaker in our generation. Every way that God would compel us 
to do so. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.